Hello, everyone, and welcome to this mini Halo episode. Now, what's a mini Halo? I'm glad you asked. A mini Halo, or a mini Blue, is a shorter, more direct episode than our usual Blue Halo episodes. Minis are around 5 to 10, maybe 15 minutes in length, and they're very specific regarding the topic. Now, there's a difference between the two. There's a difference between a mini Blue episode and a mini Halo episode. The mini Blues are more law enforcement uh, or justice system related, whereas the mini Halo you should probably be able to guess, are more biblical or religious in nature. I hope you enjoy them, and we'll share them along with our regular Blue Halo podcast episodes. Now, I came up with the idea for Mini Blue and Mini Halo episodes a few weeks ago when I said I was going to discuss the paradox of the stone during the episode devoted to tackling some of the tough religious questions. Do you remember? Questions like, does God exist? Or why does God allow evil in the world? questions like those. Anyway, I promised I would get to the paradox of the stone dilemma, that being, can God create a stone so heavy he can't lift it? Which means, of course, on the surface, this puts God in a catch-22, that there are some things in this universe that even God can't do. Well, there are so many other topics to discuss on Blue Halo, and I was afraid I would never get back to this question that Well, I thought, why not make mini-episodes when this issue arises? So that's what we're going to do. Today's mini-Halo episode is about the paradox of the stone philosophy. A philosophy, if accurate, takes away God's omnipotence. Now, I don't know about you, but on the surface, I don't like the way that sounds. To me, God is omnipotent. He can do all things. But the paradox of the stone throws throws a monkey wrench into that belief. Or does it? Let's find out. Now to start with, the paradox of the stone also goes by another name. And that name is the paradox of omnipotence. And maybe that name is more accurate because it's a more general concept than just being able to lift a heavy stone or not lift a heavy stone. Because in this sense, omnipotence means having unlimited power. But is there a limit to that power? And what I'm really talking about is God's power, of course. A limit to God's power. I was a little apprehensive about digging into this, I must tell you. To me, God does have unlimited power, like I said. But as you will see, it's a bit more complicated than that. So here we go. The paradox of the stone. Are there things God can't do? What does your gut tell you, by the way? Mine said no way. God can do anything, but can he? Or maybe a better question is, should he? Should he be able to do anything? Think about that. Should God be limited? So the point of the paradox of the stone is this. It provides an example of two tasks, doesn't it? Just two. God creates a stone he can't lift. That's one. And God lifts the stone he just created. That's two. The point, then, has to do with logic. Each task is logically possible, but it is logically impossible for one task to be performed right after the other. Sounds logical, right? It's one or the other. And the key word here is or. I said it's one or the other. Logically, that sounds correct. But is it? There's always a twist in life, right? We all know that. So could there be a twist here? 
a curveball, maybe a bombshell when it comes to the paradox of the stone and trying to pin down God in a contradiction. So let's find out. What would be the counter-argument? Or what would be another way of looking at this paradox? Think about this. If God is omnipotent, meaning all-powerful, he can do anything, right? Then there would be no stone that he can't lift. Now stick with me here, okay? So if God is omnipotent, he also can create anything. Or for that matter, not create anything. What does this mean? It means that maybe the paradox of the stone isn't disproving God's omnipotence. Maybe, just maybe, what's being disproved is the possibility of a stone like this existing in the first place. Makes you think, doesn't it? There's more. What about this? What if we are applying the wrong definition of omnipotence, that God can do anything? What if the correct way to define omnipotence or better yet, what God can or cannot do is to change that definition to be something like this. Here's the new definition. God can do anything that is possible according to his nature. So in other words, God created a universe that limits him, limits his own abilities. Now let me take that a step further. He limited his own abilities, okay? God limits his own abilities and did so on purpose. Why would he do that? I think there's a really good reason. There are things God can't do. I'm on board with that now. He can't make up down. He can't make one plus one equal three. He can't make another being equivalent to himself. But more importantly, he has made a universe that limits his abilities when it comes to us. And he did it on purpose. God cannot lie to us. He can't break promises to us. He does what he says. And maybe most importantly, God cannot create a being, us humans. He cannot create us with free will and then deny us the ability to turn on him. God created the best of all possible worlds, one with good and evil and free will. And to do so, that world must limit God's abilities in order for us to have faith and to seek him freely. So there you go. Promise made, promise kept. Do some research on the paradox of the stone if you get some time. It's fascinating. Thanks for listening to this mini Halo podcast. And stay tuned for the next installment of the Blue Halo podcast, where we will be discussing the Titler cycle, among other topics, and how we have gone from appreciation to hatred in some aspects of our society. So keep listening and send me an email. I'm at bluehalopodcast at gmail.com. That's bluehalopodcast at gmail.com. Take care, everyone. When I close my eyes, I hear your voice. Whispering.